0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: The, this picture uh, that has gone viral of a 12-year-old football player from Texas—he looks like he's 35 years old, <laughs> married with three kids—but apparently, uh, Jeremiah Johnson from Fort Worth, Texas, has won the 2022 Youth National Championship, Under 12 Division One Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Dude. a he's got a full mustache. He's got a sleeve tattoo, and yeah, like even professional football players are shocked by the size of this kid. Uh, Tyreek Hill from the Miami Dolphins tweeted out, "If that twelve-year-old really twelve, my son's not playing football. These kids are built different."
0: <laughs> The sleeve tattoo must be one of those fake temporary tattoos. His mother has
1: come out just to to set the record straight. She's like, yes, he's 12 years old. His facial hair is real. But the tattoo is fake. Yes,
0: okay. But, like, yeah, the mat, the mustache. But even just look at his eyes. It looks like he just pulled the graveyard shift, at, you know, <laughs> Woodstock Toyota. And he's very tired. Like, he's got bags under his eyes like he's a man working he's a hard seen job. S- he's yeah. seen <laughs> some stuff. It's crazy. But there is always that kid. Where, like, this guy just looks old. But there is always that 12-year-old who is twice the size of the kid's playing basketball or hockey it seems there's always one five foot 11
1: 198 pounds can play running back defensive end outside linebacker yeah he can probably play any position he wants he's like a full-grown man yeah, playing against boys
0: dude <laughs> and i've seen like young lebron and he looks kind of old too but that's when he's in high school you yeah. know when he's 17 he looks old this kid is 12
1: yeah i i agree with uh With Tyreek Hill. If I showed up to my son's football game and I saw that kid on the other team, I'd be like, get in the car, son. We're going home.
0: (laughs) We're getting ice cream. Calling it a day.
1: If you haven't seen the picture, it's pretty wild. We'll post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. The Taz and Jim Podcast. So they're saying that the Avatar movie, Jim, could have a $175 million opening Hmm. in
0: North America. One weekend, eh? Are you going to go see it? Uh, I mean, eventually, I guess. It's not really on the list of must-sees. But, yeah, it has to make $2 billion to break even. <laughs> so I guess it has to make two billion, dollars to be a success. Uh, they're, they're saying that
1: worldwide this weekend, it could make five hundred and fifty
0: million, which is a big chunk out of
1: what it needs to make. Yeah, total. I know,
0: for real. But, I mean, Avatar 1 was like, it wasn't that great. Like it was fine. Like for I don't know why it made so much money. Like they are obviously a ton went into it, and it was you know a visual feast of the eyes. But it's pretty forgettable. Yeah, the 3D was the best part of the movie. But even that's gone. People realize the novelty of that was sucked, and it's gone already. But they're saying that the 3D in this new one is next (laughs) level. I know what I mean. It's even -er. 3Dier, 4D. But I don't know. I mean, How many D's can you take, Jim Kelly? You'd be surprised. As many as I can imagine <laughs> so when I close my D's eyes. As
1: many D's as you can throw at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll wait for the reviews, and it is kind of a good time to go to the movies. I do like the over-Christmas movies, because you do have yeah, a lot of sure. Time. For sure. And if you get a gift card in your stocking. Which I did at my Secret Santa Yankee Swap thing. Right. So maybe I'll use that to see Avatar. You're not paying for the movie. It yeah. makes it even better, and you want to be part of the conversation. sometimes these movies, even just like Top Gun, which was an amazing movie, you want to go see it just because everybody else is talking about it. yeah, and yeah. you want to be able to weigh in or have an opinion. Did you ever lie when you're uh, like in elementary school and all your friends had seen?
1: the hot movie, and they're like, oh, have you seen it yet? And you'd be like, yeah, I've seen it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then they
1: bust you, like, oh, what about the part when the Batman and Joker become best friends at the end of the movie?
0: Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) You never saw it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. I was thinking of a different one. But sometimes you don't even realize you're getting into this lie, and you just, like, agree, and then you get down. The conversation keeps going. You're like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm in deep water.
1: What about the part in Avatar where Godzilla comes and the avatars have to fight Godzilla? Oh, yeah, that that was an awesome part. That was great. I think I might have That never happened. (laughs) You
0: never saw it, Jim, you loser. No, no, I thought that happened when I went to the bathroom. (laughs) The Taz and Jim
1: Podcast. Sad to see that Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch, most famous for being the DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show, took his own
0: life this week, Jim. Mm -hmm, Yeah, found dead in a hotel room. Terrible.
1: Man, uh, leaving behind a wife and some kids. And uh, it just, you know, it's it's almost cliche at this point, but the guy looked like the happiest guy on the planet. You never know what's going on in someone's head, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seem, yeah, I mean you can say that about Anthony Bourdain or Avicii, Robin Williams. They all seem the happiest people. They make people around them so happy, but you just, yeah, you just never know. Yeah, you see them dancing. and
1: it's the, it's the internet age, right, where you go on social media and everyone, their lives look amazing, and you're like, oh, why does my life suck, and they're all so happy? Guess what? They're not
0: all so happy. Mm-hmm. And their job is to literally look happy on TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is, that's is—that's what he's getting paid for. Ellen put out a statement,
1: Instagram post, quote, I'm heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family. I loved him with all my heart. I will miss him. Please send your love and support. Allison and his beautiful children, Wesley Maddox and Zaya. Uh, TMZ reporting Twitch checked into a hotel just a mile from his home on Monday morning. He had a small bag with him, booked a room for one night. He didn't seem to be upset about anything, suffering from any sort of distress. But the hotel staff, when he failed to check out, found him uh, dead in the hotel room, self-inflicted gunshot wound. And uh, and the, the the dancing community is just stunned by this. He got his start on Star Search back in the day. He was on So You Can Think You So You Think You Can Dance, and he actually went on to be one of the. Uh, the executive co-producers of the Ellen Show, so he had some big success with Ellen once they hooked up um, but yeah it's it's you can't imagine it's like and, and I guess that's if you're lucky enough not to be able to to imagine doing something like that, then you should be very thankful because. There's people out there who are struggling to the point where this, they think this is a rational option, and if you are struggling, if you're having troubles, if you have any thoughts about harming yourself, there are people you can talk to. Talksuicide.ca is a website you can go to, and there's a phone number there. You can call and talk to a live person anytime. Talksuicide.ca. I want to see
2: you want to see you peacock, I want to
0: see you peacock, cop, cop. I
1: Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here. He's our sports guy, and the question has been raised. Are the refs in the NHL in the pocket of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Jim,
0: you've got some concerns. Daryl Sutter certainly has some concerns. He was uh, talking to the media the other day and said... This has been happening for years. Talking about the refs, uh, you know, making calls on the Leafs' behalf.
2: Daryl Sutter talking like a good uh, Western Canadian boy who just can't stand uh, those people in Ontario, those jerks in Ontario, <laughs> Toronto. Now, I mean, this is a a popular refrain, where coaches are trying to get calls for their team. When you look at the stats, the refs do not give any sort of extra care to the Toronto Maple Leafs. So that the stats show the Leafs are pretty much middle of the pack in terms of uh, penalties that are awarded to other teams for, for so power plays. The, one of the interesting things about the Calgary Flames is they are a pretty undisciplined team at home and away when they're playing teams other than Toronto. So Calgary's problem is is they're taking too many many penalties. Do you even have to look at the stats? It's one thing when you go, the
0: refs are protecting Tom Brady, or, oh, these refs want Messi to win, look at these calls. But those teams are winning. Like, if, they, if the refs were throwing the games for the Leafs, wouldn't we have a little bit yeah, more success? They're doing a bad job <laughs> yeah. at it. Fire these refs. If, if we're we bribing us, them, I'd get those bribes calls. back.
2: Especially, like, hey, like if the refs are giving calls to the Leafs right now, then save it for the playoffs because, to your point, that's when we really need it. I don't, we don't need these calls in December. <laughs> yeah. We need the calls in May.
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot of Leaf fans say the exact opposite. That the refs are against the Leafs.
2: That's probably true, to be honest. Yeah, I believe (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Dev. (coughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Sad to see that Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch, most famous for being the DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show, took his own life this week, Jim. Mm -hmm, Yeah, found dead in a hotel room. Terrible. Man, uh, leaving behind a wife and some kids and... uh, it just, you know, it's it's almost cliche at this point, but the guy looked like the happiest guy on the planet. You never know what's going
0: on in someone's head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, you can say that about Anthony Bourdain or Avicii, Robin Williams. They all seem the happiest people. They make people around them so happy. But you just, yeah, you just never know. Yeah. You see him dancing,
1: and it's the it's the internet age, right? Where you go on social media, and everyone, their lives look amazing, and you're like, oh, why does my life suck? And they're all so happy. Guess what? They're not all so happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And their job is to literally look happy on TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is, that's what he's getting paid for.
1: Ellen put out a statement, Instagram post, Quote, I'm heartbroken. Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family. I loved him with all my heart. I will miss him. Please send your love and support Allison and his beautiful children, Wesley Maddox and Zaya. Uh, TMZ reporting, Twitch checked into a hotel just a mile from his home on Monday morning. He had a small bag with him, booked a room for one night. He didn't seem to be upset about anything, suffering from any sort of distress, but the hotel staff, when he failed to check out, found him uh, dead in the hotel room, self-inflicted gunshot wound. And uh, and the the dancing community is just stunned by this. He got his start on Star Search back in the day. He was on So You Can Think You So You Think You Can Dance, and he actually went on to be one of the uh, the executive co-producers of the Ellen Show. So he had some big success with Ellen. Once they hooked up, Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you can't imagine it's like, and and I guess that's, if you're lucky enough not to be able to, to imagine doing something like that, then you should be very thankful because there's people out there who are struggling to the point where they, they think this is a rational option. And if you are struggling, if you're having troubles, if you have any thoughts about harming yourself, there are people you can talk to. Talksuicide.ca is a website you can go to, and there's a phone number there. You can call and talk to a live person anytime. Talksuicide.ca.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Got another uh, message sent to us. This is funny. Somebody sent us a link to the Global News article, and they, they said, uh, Thanks, guys, for killing the buzz of everyone in Hamilton, Ontario. Way to draw uh, all the attention towards the fact that magic mushrooms are illegal. This is the headline here, Global News. Hamilton police shut down Magic Mushroom Shop within hours of doors opening.
0: Yeah, I don't think we had to remind the police it was illegal. (laughs) I think they know. So yesterday, just three hours into the second day of
1: business for the Mushroom Cabinet, located on Main Street East in Hamilton, police obtained a warrant, and they closed its doors, arrested two people in the process, uh... There are people who say there are benefits to uh, the magic mushrooms, but as of right now, it is not legal to sell them. And maybe we did bring that up once or twice during yesterday's show. If you've been driving down Main Street in Hamilton, you may have done a double take when you went past the mushroom cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) The mushroom cabinet. A magic mushroom store has opened for business. It begins. In Hamilton. I I thought magic mushrooms were illegal, Jim. They are? Message from one of our listeners who is like, Guys, magic mushrooms are illegal? Question mark, question mark, question mark. My wife and I have been doing them for a while. We order them online. They're delivered
0: to our house with no problem. You can't order things online that are illegal, can you? They are illegal, but they're popping up. Hamilton, Ontario
1: now has a magic mushroom shop that is open for business, despite the fact that it's still illegal. There's a market for this stuff. The, the mm-hmm. question is, how do you get away with it? If it's illegal, you open a store up. And you got to be making a lot of money if you're getting raided and fined on a regular basis. Okay. Uh, maybe we were a bit of a heat score for the magic mushroom plays yesterday
0: on the air. The people who opened the store had to have known this was an inevitability. Their lawyers must be ready. This was obvious that it was happening.
1: Blame the Hamilton spectator. We (laughs) saw the story there first. (laughs)
0: But see, this is, you know, if this goes in the same way that the legal marijuana goes, which just became legal anyway, I mean, the cops have to do what the cops have to do, but is this really worth their time? Right. Knowing how stretched thin they are right now and how becoming illegal, probably, or being legal will be an inevitability for mushrooms, it appears to be. Why are we spending all this money? Are we going to go through this rigmarole again? It appears the charade. Yes, yes, it looks
1: like it. Yeah, here we go. Within hours of doors opening, Hamilton police shut down the mushroom cabinet. The Taz and Jim podcast. Yesterday, I saw Tina Fey post uh, on social media uh, a trailer for a new reality show. And the reason she posted it is because it's very similar to a fake reality show. That they they had on 30 Rock. Did you ever watch Thirty Rock? A little
0: bit, not crazy. Did you ever see
1: the episode with MILF Island? No. (laughs) But this does sound familiar. Yeah, it was like Survivor, but all MILFs. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a new show that's coming to TLC. Same sort of premise, but this is an actual real reality show that's coming out. It's called MILF Manor. (laughs) I am in this amazing, beautiful mansion here in Mexico. This is a perfect place to find
0: love. Welcome to the villa. You're about to embark on a dating experience like none other. Let's go! I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much saying I have an extremely high libido? Should I just have said high libido? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's Selma Bouvier? Hey, you want to go
1: to the bingo hall with me, Sonny?
0: <laughs> this, this show. <laughs> By the way, I have to point out that the TLC stands for the, the learning, learning channel. channel. <laughs>
1: hey, I'm I, I looking for a strong man to help me scratch my scratcher tickets. <laughs> <sighs> Ugh, I've got a real high libido. Get oh. over here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I do like milf that, manner. I do like that women of all ages are finding love. Sure. This is great, and I love get your groove back, yes, ladies. Go, Stella. And I, um, older women are the older I get, the younger milfs look too. By the way, <laughs> oh, they're attractive. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. That's, uh, I'm younger
1: than many milfs. Oh,
0: big time.
1: And if you're not familiar, if you've been living under uh, a rock, milf stands for mom. I'd like to fool around
0: with. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Right? Fall
1: in love with. Fall in love yes, with. Yes, yeah. Mom, I'd like to fall in love with. And these moms are definitely looking for love in the MILF manner.
0: Ladies, where's all the men is? I'm ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I want to go with the city up. I'm just looking to have fun.
1: Okay, so there's a twist. At the end of the uh, the trailer for this show, they, they tease like a big revelation. And all the MILFs are uh, sitting around the pool having cocktails together. Waiting to meet the Bachelor, right? Wondering wondering where all the men are. Oh. And then there's a screen. You see silhouettes of, like, muscular-looking dudes. The screen goes up, and the MILFs' faces shock. They look very surprised by what's behind the curtain.
0: Here we go. What
1: the hell? It just got real.
0: It up
1: now. Speculation is the curtain goes up and they realize that their own sons are the bachelors in the MILF manor.
0: Bravo. <laughs> Honestly, if we're going to make Sleaze TV... Let's go all the way. Yeah. This is hilarious. So they've got to watch their
1: sons go on dates with their fellow Whoa. MILFs. Well, they're going on
0: dates with the sons of their fellow MILFs. This is crazy. This is real Freudian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. This is, this is crazy, because I already thought it was going to be very catty, because the older you get, the less crap you take. Look at our grandmas. You know what I mean? Sure. When you're young, you're intimidated by other women and stuff like that, but the older you are, the... I would, say, I would say
1: look at our grandmas, but also look at the real housewives. Yes. <laughs> they don't take crap from anybody. Yes,
0: this is going to be wild. And if someone's
1: trying to, to get it on with your son, oh my and you're God. sleeping in the next
0: room over, that's milfed up. Not only that, but now I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking about the sons, too, because now these dudes are trying to hit on your mom in front of you, too. There's gonna be a pool, there's gonna be a hot tub, and there's gonna be a bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's right, the other guys. Yeah, their moms are also participating in this dating game.
1: They may be trying to C-block so the guy doesn't end up sleeping with their mom. Wow...
0: Milf Manor. I am 100% in. I don't care. I, I know it's terrible. I know this is bad for society, but I will be watching this show. Coming to The Learning Channel mid-January. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: So we were talking to Devin Peacock. Daryl Sutter, Flames coach, has been saying that the refs in the NHL always side with the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> And there, there really is, there's no love lost between Calgary and Toronto, just in general, right? There was an article in Toronto Life this past
0: week that I think may fan those flames as well, Jim. Yeah, this one person's being criticized because it's like they had never heard that there's a bit of a culture shift between the two places, you know, Alberta and Toronto, Ontario. This article was called, I moved to Alberta and hated everything about it. After three months, I came back to Toronto. And this kind of caught my eye because I saw a lot of people tweeting about it and making fun of the, the writer of this article just for how naive they are. But I, I went through the article and I highlighted a few parts. So the story is like this. She's, her father, who lives in Brampton, kept mentioning the radio ads he'd heard encouraging people to make the jump out west. He must be listening to the Taz and Jim show, by yeah, the way. Yeah,
1: I've, I've heard those ads. Sure. <laughs> There's a lot of work out yeah. west. If you're looking for a good job, good lifestyle, a little more affordable in, in many aspects, move to Calgary.
0: She left her job as a training manager at Little Caesars Canada, and her friends couldn't believe that she was leaving Toronto. I'm a major extrovert who goes out three to five nights per week. I like music, noise, and nightlife, and I think I do well in Sex in the City so she bought a place out west just, just in the suburbs of Edmonton $400,000 oh home, which is a great deal when you're from Toronto, that is incredible 100% uh, and she said, not long after I made the move I went out on the town myself, now she's a nightlife kind of gal I asked some strangers where I could find a nice lounge with, a, with Shisha and friendly 30 year olds they replied, what do you mean by lounge, that was my first red flag
1: <laughs> <laughs> lounge is an overpriced bar. Is Let's that what be it is? honest. What, what is a lounge? It's a I bar that like, charges twenty dollars for cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe has leather seats. What is shisha? Is that like sushi?
0: No, no. That's like the smoke, the you know, the hookah and you sit around you see, and you with oh. the tubes coming out of it. Yeah, see, I'm asthmatic. I don't I don't <laughs> need any of that. <laughs> but yeah, somebody in Alberta be like, oh, what you, sorry, did you say the Legion? No, the Lounge. <laughs> So Where's then, the lounge? Uh, what's allowed? She goes on to compare the lifestyle difference between Toronto and Alberta. And she goes, I was used to finishing work and heading straight to the Cactus Club, which is a famous Toronto bar. I've never been, but I've heard about that place many times. Also expensive. I wasn't meant to spend most of my evenings alone. I started wondering if this was a bad decision. <laughs> Uh, And then this is funny, too, because she goes, I needed to look for work, and she was looking for uh, online for job posts, and she said, I I don't understand. There were four pages of postings when I was in uh, Toronto. Now there's only one in Edmonton and Calgary. And now finally she realized, eventually I realized that most of Alberta's ads are for manual labors and skilled tradespeople. Yes, They should have said that louder in the commercial, because it is in the commercial uh, on the radio. Uh, so anyway, she uh, she left after three months. She moved back to Toronto, and she wraps it up to say, if I thought I belonged in Sex in the City before, now I am 200% sure that I am the Black Carrie Bradshaw. My happy place is at a bar, after work with friends, cocktail in hand, going out to the Raptors game. I want to wear high heels on a Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> take my money, Toronto, and keep me happy. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her, but she said red flag earlier, and I will ha- I have to say, to a single person in their 30s saying I belong on sex in the city is maybe one of the biggest dating red flags there is because I-, I used to watch that show all the time. And yes, they they wear great clothes, their fashion's awesome, they drink all the time, but all the relationships are a mess. Filled with drama. So when you say I should be on Sex in the City, you're saying your life is very overdramatic and you're probably not great in relationships.
1: Sure. But she realizes that's what she wants now.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least she knows. Yeah. Sometimes you need to, to lose what you have to appreciate uh, how great it was, right?
0: Yeah, so, especially when it's your hometown, the one you raise in. Everybody hates their hometown, it seems. Until, until you they move leave. Away. Yeah, go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah.
1: You think you can do better? Go somewhere <laughs> else. You think you're so good. The Tass and Jim podcast.
0: <laughs> I, I feel bad because this
1: would be embarrassing, man. You can't feel bad. It's your own fault. Yes. But still, you're a, you're a police officer in Los Angeles, rookie. You got your dream job. You're you're a police officer. Um, You're looking to unwind during one of your breaks during a shift. So you go out to a parking garage and spend a little relaxation time with another person in your cruiser. Accidentally, you turn your your microphone on on the radio and everyone else in the police department can hear what's going on in your car. (laughs) I got to warn you, this audio is from TMZ, and we don't know exactly what's happening here, but there is speculation that this police officer, she's having sex with another person. Radio accidentally engaged. Let's listen. Maybe there's another explanation. I think I'm dispatched to you with an open mic. You hear
2: my... Dispatch lady trying to cover.
0: Kara- yeah. oh, oh, oh.
2: oh. uh-huh. 95 Ocean, ocean you have watch. an open mic. I repeat. 95 Ocean, open mic. I know what happened there.
1: 95 Ocean, you have an open mic, secure mic. Sounds
0: like she's got a magic mic. Oh, boy. Good
1: on the dispatch lady for keeping it together. I don't know how you you wouldn't be laughing hysterically in that moment. Yeah, she could have
0: covered a little bit better, though. She could have been like, uh, I, b- I believe uh, b- your mic is on while you're having a workout. Please, when you're yeah. in the gym, please turn your mic off. How's the push-up contest <laughs> going? <laughs> Sounds like you're getting a good pump on. Uh, just uh, turn your mic off, please. <laughs> I want to see the body cam. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Uh,
1: the uh, the police department, L.A. Uh, sheriff's deputy, uh, under investigation now, they think that... Uh, she could be fired or suspended. Could
0: be. <laughs> Depending I mean. on the result of the investigation. Okay, we'll see. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt right now. But how many cops do you think were listening intently in their cruiser for that while there was a bank robbery going on behind them? <laughs> Eating popcorn? Oh, my God. Uh, 95 Ocean, you have
1: an open
2: to secure my